0: a probate expert and this is our Thursday probateweekly.com probate uh zoom call we do every week Thursday 4 p.m. Pacific 7 p.m. Eastern we live stream it on YouTube and Facebook and then record it and put it on social media. And we get together every week wholesalers, investors, real estate agents, attorneys, vendors, families, petitioners, to talk about all things probate real estate, to be more successful at it as a business, to be more effective at it for those who are who are in the experience of it. Uh, I had this week scheduled an attorney to actually work with. Unfortunately, good news for him, he got very busy with a big case. Bad news was last minute he had to cancel. Good news for me is he gave me a couple leads I'm working on for some new business. Um, so, but hopefully today we'll have some good content. I wanted to, what I did was I went back through a list of questions I get regularly that I think are more impactful. And I'm gonna go ahead and share them with you guys, kind of the questions and answers, and then be a resource to help you with those questions. And so I thought today we'd just do a question answer period. I did try to find some alternative guests at the last minute. And then I realized uh, often we do this as uh, you know, people have questions. We get them invigorated. I want you to feel comfortable. Um, the thing I also want to tell you is I don't do this to sell anything. I'm, I mean, it's true. I do a little bit of coaching, not selling that, not selling any data. I'm a real estate broker. I'd love your referrals. I'd love if you have to sell property in LA. Love to talk to you about it or anywhere in California for that matter or any probate across the country can help you as well. But but really the purpose here, I'm a practitioner and I want to get better at my business. I do that by finding great vendors, by supporting their business, by finding colleagues, by referring business to them. Literally got a request today for San Diego. I get requests all the time in other areas. I'm always looking for a great experience. I'm always looking for a great probate administrator attorney and a great probate litigator attorney in every county of the country. So that's why we do this. But I will tell you that the more you participate in life, the more money you make, the more success you have. One way to participate in this call is by asking questions. You can type it in the chat box or raise your hand in the Zoom app using the the reactions key. Um, And I will do my best to make this as interactive as possible because at the end of the day, I know that number one, we all appreciate the chance to ask our own questions. And number two, the more participative this is, the more interesting it is. That's why I don't just do a webinar by recording it and playing it, but actually get on here and make myself available to help you guys. And I really wanna be, I really do wanna help where I can. Um, again, quick uh, promotion uh, that if you're in the LA area tonight starting at six o'clock is the LA County Real Estate Investors Association a meeting. to do a second Thursday of the month in Culver City on Motor Avenue. L-A-R-E-I-C, it's in the chat box, is the location. It's in Culver City, Motor Avenue just north of, um, I think, uh, National. And I go there every month, it's my favorite events. I go to two events a month, after hours, that's one of them. Right. So if you're there, if you're gonna come by, say hi. I'd love to chat with you I'd love to get a chance to meet you there. Um, okay, so again, feel free to jump in with questions. Let me start with a couple uh questions that I get regularly. First one is from Ziggy in upstate New York. Uh, I've been working on some probate deals and I get asked what my fee is for a price opinion when an attorney asks for it. Now, part of the goal is, and I I think the mistake we make as realtors or or investors is we're looking for a deal, but really what we should be looking for is somebody with a problem that we solve. And when we solve the problem, we get paid. Because if if a person has a house with no problems, well, let me ask you this, do they need you? A person has a house that's perfect condition and it's the perfect market and they know everything about real estate. Do they need you? Anybody? Let me go back and ask, is this working? Hello? Okay. Do they need you? This is a fundamental question. I think this gets the problem, right? No, they don't need you. See, when people don't need you, they're gonna say, well, we're inviting over 15 real estate agents. We're gonna have a beauty pageant today from four to five, you get five minutes, you're at 410 to 415, come in and tell us how low you'll cut your commission and how much money you'll spend to sell our house. That's what happens when they don't need you, right? When I talk to a family, because I do focus on probate, I let people know I focus on probate. I let the attorneys know I'm an expert in probate, I can help them with their business as an attorney and as a probate attorney, because they get that, I don't have those same conversations. I get, oh, I get you're a probate expert. We're looking to create value for people. Now you don't have to be an expert. That's my particular niche or branding. You can be a lot of things, but one thing you can be is helpful to what they need. So one thing people need, and we have as realtors or investors or in the business regularly is information is market knowledge. And so when somebody asks you, they have a problem. What's the problem when somebody says, well, what do you think the house is worth? What's their problem? Anybody? What's the problem they have? Jump in here, put in the chat box. They need some money. Well, maybe, okay, maybe. It might be the attorney who asks, what's the property worth? What's their problem? Guidance, right? Need guidance. Okay. They need to know the comparables that are out there. What's the Why problem, is- though? They only need the- know the comparables. What's their problem? They don't know the value. They- well, they know the they value, the but what's the want- problem? So think about it for a second. They don't so have one- time to do the research. <laughs> okay, maybe they don't have the time, or the expertise, or the knowledge, or the tools, or the skills, or the experience at it. They're smart people, but you know. I don't think they have MLS access typically. They don't do as many of these as I do. But what's the problem? See, so for example, when an attorney files a petition for probate, oftentimes the box, what's the value of the real estate? Their problem is what? What number to put in the box? Right. That's the problem. Right? You gotta think about that for a second. They need a number. Do they need a number that's high that is scientifically accurate to one tenth of one percent? No. Probably not in that case. So that's the, if I understand the problem is you're just filling out the form, you put an estimate in, right? Then it's not such a problem. They just need a number. So I can give a, a fairly quick answer to that. So typically what I'll do is I'll pull the most common AVMs, I uh, mean, valuation models, Redfin, <laughs> Zillow, Realtor.com. There's one on First American's uh, real tax. I'll take those four. I'll look at those four. I'll pull comps up pretty quickly and look at them as well. I'll adjust it based on my estimate, of the condition of the property, based on whatever information I have, or maybe none. But if I see they had the property for 40 years and never refinanced, and the picture on the outside looks a little beaten up, I'm gonna assume it's pretty bad inside. But notice if it's living in the property and they're getting top dollar for rent, I'll assume it's pretty good inside. But here's the point. <clears throat> their problem is that they need me to pin myself down to a number for a listing presentation. They just need a number. But they need it quick. Ready to fill up the rate felt the forum, so you will respond right away, right? So always have to ask yourself, what's the customer's problem? So to continue with Ziggy, does she charge for it? So would you charge for something like that? Think about it. Would you charge for something like that? Anybody? Attorney? Let's say you've been mailing out to attorneys. It's, or you've been it's free attorney. if you. It's free if you list with me. It's free. You can list with me, but you can't get them set a contract at that point, right? It's free if they sign the contract. Okay, it's free if they sign the contract. So what happens? If they don't. They get? I send them an invoice for three hundred bucks. If they don't, I, I, I just want a handshake. You want a handshake? Okay. So here's what I would say, I, and I think we all have to answer that, but understand their problem and where they are. And many times, the attorney would say, "Well, I'd love you to list it, but I don't have control of it." Right? But I'll give you the name and the number of the petitioner and you can call them and win their hearts for me. Love to have you do it. And so I think you have to understand their problem, not our problem. Our problem is we want more listings. Our problem is we want more houses to invest or flip. Their problem is they just need a number, they need it quickly. It should be reasonable, but they want it right now. And so to even to have those discussions, to me, it's a little late in the game. If I've talked to you already, I might offer to you for free to do an estimate. Hey, anytime you do a petition, you need a number, call me. i will be more glad to give you a reasonable estimate. I'll give you some notes you can file in case somebody ever comes back on you and asks why you put that number in. I'll offer that for free. Somebody abuses it, I'll be that. up. That's my approach. I'll do it for free. I'm glad to, if we're going to do business together. And I'll stop doing it when I feel like I'm getting abused. And, and I'm not sure who that person was that jumped in. I appreciate your answer. I agree with you to some degree. I like a handshake, I like to meet people that I'm going to give a free evaluation to of a number, my name on it. So, so Ziggy asks, and nobody gets paid for BPOs. I would say this isn't like a BPO. Some, in some regards, BPOs are similar, but they usually have you fill out a whole form. I bet a broker's price opinion is often required by banks or, or lenders or servicers when they are foreclosing on a property trying to decide what to do. They want a much more detailed analysis of the property, more detailed analysis of the comps, and they're used to paying $50, $75 for those, and probably should. And again, unless you have a relationship with them and they going to give you business, then that's a different ballgame. And even this call, do BPOs as a real estate agent to get business for foreclosures? Best potential opportunity, okay, I like that. Uh, Winston does, anybody else? What's did you? Are you doing them currently, or was this something you've done? Like I did. No, it by no,
1: I haven't done those in a few years, but I did hundreds of those from 2007 to 2015, right. 16.
0: Right. So I me, mean, I did them up like 2007 to about 2010. Anybody doing them? Anybody doing them in the current cycle now? Anybody doing BPO in the last six months? And get paid for it? I have a feeling that's going to change. I have a feeling with all the automated mo- evaluation models. The BPOs are going to be more about driving the property and the information and the subject property, and a lot less about the comparables.
2: Well, as it is right now, what what appraisers are doing is they're just going to RPR and then plugging in the information and then coming out with a report and then handing it to the, the mortgage companies. Mm-hmm. So that eliminated having to do a broker price option mm-hmm. completely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't, I just don't think we'd have the same issue as far as comparables. I can imagine though that their services are going to really want eyes on the property that's different the property. okay so good good stuff do people's currently and it's hours of work for pennies and i don't do it often okay so laura does them it doesn't feel they're productive and again it's probably who you do them for um but uh i don't know how worthwhile they are or not look if i Back in 2008 and 2009, I had one REO account that gave me some really nice listings. Well, I would do a BPO. I, I had an assistant to help me, <clears throat> but if I had to spend hundred bucks, I would do a BPO all day long because about one in five became a listing and I made really good money on it. Okay, that's the question I got from Ziggy. <clears throat> Tracy in Arlington, Texas says, can I point to a resource in Texas where you get certified for probate real estate? Thanks in advance. So again, this is a question I get asked a lot. To me, certification really means a couple different things. And again, I'm not selling coaching. I do recommend Probate Mastery by Chad Corbett. That's the coach that I took. That's the the seal of my email that I use. <clears throat> I think he teaches does the best job of teaching where to come from a probate. But there's other ones, and on my website I list uh, four or five. And actually, I did a video recently. And YouTube, I'll put the link in the chat box of my of my video on this same question. But what I want to say is, so the certification, which is education and the certification that's marketing and the certification that's training for you to be better at getting business. So let's talk about all three certification, which is about education, learning your state. The only state that I know of that had a state specific certification is California. And through the California Association of Realtors or CAR.org there is a class done by leading probate attorney Paul Horn does a very good job of describing the probate process legally I don't think he does a great job of teaching you how to get business that's not the point of it is to educate you in the process and the forms now the forms also got updated recently I don't know if the program's up to date or not I literally emailed him today and I, I should ask that question that's an education what i also tell any agent is does your state have specific disclosures of forms regarding probate most do i know atlanta does i know florida does i'm pretty sure texas does and i always tell people for free download print the forms out and read them read every word. <coughs> one of my rules as a professional is i never ask a client to sign something that i haven't read and it surprises me how many realtors tell me they're working in probate or they wanna learn about it and have not read the probate disclosures. And so we in California have several different forms. We've got change now. We use a regular purchase agreement with a probate addendum. You need to read the probate addendum. It really spells out 80%, 90% of you're gonna come across. It surprises me how few people read it for free. And so that's in the education front. In California, we have a state specific, I'm not aware of any other state, if you are aware of another state, please jump in now or link it or send it to me, I'm glad to promote it. As far as education, but I will say in every state, at a minimum, you should print out your state specific forms. I also go on and, and, and I would say in your county, most states have county uh, courthouses where the probates are done, and on their website, they have a lot of information for free. I would definitely recommend you getting the free education information. Now that's learning about the process. Um, The next part is for marketing. One reason why you want a certification is so you can share with people that you're a probate expert or your probate CPRS has one and probate mastery has one. There's different names or different certification badges. And attorneys in particular, and certainly in California, are more interested in that because it's normal for attorneys to have specializations in fact if you're an attorney and you specialize in an area that means you have more education in say trusts and estates and you can advertise yourself as an expert only if you have the state approved courses we don't have that really in real estate we have some related things senior this and buyer that and pricing this but we really don't have i don't think these specific probate certification that teaches really the law in your particular state other than California. But from a marketing point of view, people like to have that badge, like to have that name or have that association on their business card. Great. I think it's nice to have. I don't think it's critical. It's it's nice to have. The third area of of certification is how do I get business or training? That's a different question because you could master all the law and know it backwards and forwards and you can have every attorney worshiping your feet on your knowledge but you got to translate that into business for you at some point That's a different question how do I get business and so I know for me personally on my website I try to share as a practitioner the things that I do that can be done elsewhere and I'll just say this they're typically fundamental they're not typically as difficult as you would think they are but they require good consistent hard work um, And so I would recommend check out my channel if you want uh youtube.com slash billgrouse exp and i try to put a post on there 11 ways to get listings 11 ways to sell property 11 ways to make money in real estate all three of those uh, are on my youtube channel okay uh i have a couple of questions lined up anybody have a question let's see so matt says he took the national auctioneers association certification the state specialists who did the soup to nuts and who the contact who can be sold what can be sold uh, what stays uh joint tenancy, stocks bonds great um so matt that sounds great now i don't know if you're going to mute yourself matt i um, love to find out more about this this is national auctioneer associations certified estate specialist i imagine there's other areas besides real estate because obviously uh in the states they have a whole different list of things that they're interested in and involved
2: with yeah Uh, it goes into estates it also goes into businesses that Mm -hmm. uh, are part of the overall estates Um, Mm -hmm. so you might have a partnership or something to that effect and the clerk of court says that well you've got to sell the business or somebody's got to buy you out um so we actually become like the receiver and we actually sit down with them to find out how they're, how they are going to buy out the other person. Um, And some of them just go out of business because it's been, you know, a 50 year business that's been built on mom and dad, and now they're not there anymore. So um, the really interesting part of that entire process has been the joint ownership with survivors. Um, A lot of them, like in north carolina if somebody passes away they don't have a will or they do have a will and it does not (coughs) excuse me i'm getting over a cold and it does not particularly say that in the will it says thou shalt sell this property and then split it equally Um, then it is owned jointly by all the heirs um, and a lot of people don't understand that, that the will has to spell it out versus assuming that, oh, well, we're just going to sell it. Well, now you have to have like in, in our case, we had to have four signatures on the on the selling documents and, and the closing documents because they own it all. Um, so there's things that it they go through that that has to do with the wills, how it's written. Um, I'm sure you've heard of sweetheart wills. Um, joint ownership was with survival. So, security boxes are a big thing inside of banks, uh, and just about everything that that you can imagine. I, I've got a I've got a list of stuff on my chalkboard back here that we're we're going through right now, and we're actually taking the inventory. Um, and one of the uh, items that they had was a wonderful insurance policy that was cut in 1948. Wow! And nobody knew about it. Wow! Until, until we went to the bottom of the box. Wow! So it's, it's 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 those kinds of things are are fully encompassing. The certified estate specialist is fully encompassing. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me again yeah but it will help a real estate broker understand that they can't just rush in with their guns a blasting and then get one signature on the on the uh, uh, on the documents to sign and then cause a massive hellabaloo at the attorney's office yeah. so that's uh that's one of the things that, that you know they they have to understand that ownership is not necessarily inherent uh, because some people, when they find out that all four of them own it, they don't realize that they're responsible for the taxes, the lights and everything else. So you have those bills that are continually adding up Mm. and they don't like that.
0: i point out the National Auctioneers Association has a certified estate specialist program they actually have a live offering in December in Las Vegas, love to go to Las Vegas.
2: Designation, and yeah, <clears throat> great, design- great, great
0: And I look at that and, and I'm thinking to myself, I'd love to go, not that I need the designation specifically, but the content, right? Uh, and I will say, I look at the instructors and so I don't know how much, how they're gonna help me on specifics of the real estate stuff I deal with, but I imagine they're dealing with attorneys, they're dealing with families, they're dealing with, in multiple states and so definitely i would check that out I put in the chat box the auctioneers.org and if you go to their uh show uh if you go to uh, the link in the chat box we'll put in the notes um if you're going to go in december let me know maybe i'll catch up with you there with I, I, it looks really interesting to me um i've got my wife about going either bringing her along with me or going without her it's vegas Um
2: yeah, i i just had a heart attack four weeks ago so my wife won't let me get on a plane
0: oh okay well my I haven't had a heart attack yet. might <laughs> have my, my wife's done with me. I but I think it looks great. I really uh have to say thank you, uh Matt, for bringing that to us. I really appreciate that. Um, my website, and somebody asked me, is I am the la probate expert.com. <clears throat> the T H E LA ProbateExpert.com. Um, and this program is probateweekly.com. You know, I saw a, cha- a note from uh Eldridge Kids World. Can I repeat that, and you know it's a while ago I just missed that comment, I'm not sure what you want to have repeated, I'm sure I can repeat anything you want, also I will say this on YouTube you can either skip back and see what you want or replay it when we're done. Um, Okay, and then Daryl points out that they have an event, a National auctioneer association conference in July in San Diego, Uh, I live in California, I love San Diego, and again I'm not looking to be an auctioneer. But it seems to me there's enough overlap, and the vendors that go there would be vendors that I would talk to. So I'm definitely going to look into that. As we're talking here, you guys, I'm making my notes, and I'm going to check that out after after the calls over. But definitely, thank you for pointing that out, um, uh, Daryl in uh, San Diego in July. And again, if you go to this event, you know, text me, let me know you're going, and maybe uh, I don't know if I can go in July or not. But um, uh, love San Diego, I could drive there for a day or two, not go the whole thing. So we'll see. Okay, and again, feel free if you have questions to raise your hand and, uh, using the, the Zoom uh, uh, reactions hand or put a question in the chat box. I'd love to involve uh, get involved. And then like I said, Eldridge Kid Worlds watching on YouTube live. Um, if you want to repeat that, I'm not sure I'd like to help out. Um, so next question I got from Joe in Santa Barbara. <clears throat> and this one, I get a variable of this, I want to say once a week now. And so my ambition is to create a, a network in every county of the country of a great realtor, I'd be glad to hook them up with a great investor or wholesaler, if that's you. Uh, and, and also I'm looking for probate attorneys and probate litigation attorneys in each of those counties. Um, and, and also add to that list, um, estate planning resources. Now, that's not as critical to have in each county because there are national providers of estate planning services and statewide providers as well. It was a little easier to do. The question I got, this is a, a typical question again, is my brother has a will and a trust drawn up, great, but hasn't signed them yet. Now the laws vary in different states. In some states, the court will look at the will for some direction. In California, if it's not in writing, it's really not going to have legal effect. When it's not signed. So Really, I'm, I'm an attorney, I'm not going to give legal advice, but I would say if you go to an attorney, I believe they're going to tell you, and I've seen them say over and over again, unsigned doesn't mean anything because they might not have signed it. It could mean they didn't like it. That's why they didn't sign it. It could mean they purposely disregard that version. There's another version somewhere else, or they didn't want to do any at all. And so just because somebody has a will drawn up or a um, uh, uh, trust or a whole estate plan, drawn up does not mean anything until it's been signed. And, and then after that, until the assets have been moved into that trust. The trust is like you're buying a safety deposit box or a, or a lock box or a safe. We need to put the assets in the safe for them to be productive. So <clears throat> he has a will and trust drawn up hasn't been signed yet. He's critically ill and unable to sign them now. Now, there's two types of critically ill. There's physically ill, right? Where I'm not able physically, you don't wanna bother me because whatever health reason, the doctors don't want visitors, don't want stress, there's an ill like that. And then there's an ill where you don't have the mental capacity to sign the documents. If they're physically unable to, there's some ways maybe you can get them to approve the document with the proper attorney. But certainly, uh, if they're not able to mentally, if they have dementia, they're in a coma, uh, they've lost the capacity mentally to approve a document for whatever reason, then there's nothing really you can do at that point, in, unless there's a recovery or there's a change. And then even that's iffy, because if they were, let's say mentally unable, and then you wanna say, well, he, they became lucid a week later, well, if for six months he's again relapsed, you have a tough legal fight in your hands as to whether or not the, the um, the scene, or the you know, uh, beneficiary, actually intended to sign the document. So, what can you do? And I would just say it's tough at that point. I do know of attorneys during COVID, especially, who would drop documents and go see clients who were in bed on respirators. <clears throat> you know, you're in a respirator, physically limited, but your mental—I mean, it depends where you are in the process. But for most people, they were still mentally able to make decisions and sign documents. They had legal capacity. In most cases, the attorney will go and sign with the notary because they're gonna wanna see the client themselves. That's why there's special status to wills signed in an attorney's office or in the presence of the attorney because attorneys being officers of the court are expected to maintain a high standard of of, um, ethics. So what do you do? Well, again, if it's not too late, you need to find attorneys one to go somewhere to get the document signed. If it's already been drawn up, you just need a mobile notary and the proper witnesses, consult with the attorney to make sure you can get those people there. And I'm assuming you're in California, uh, you need two witnesses on the the will and you'll need to have it notarized. So I would say consult an attorney as to what needs to be done, depending on where they are physically and medically. Uh, But I will say is that's one of the reasons why I have on my website, a series of interviews with different attorneys, but in particular, estate planning attorneys, because you wanna have some, you can go through these questions that can help solve your problem. Uh, I use the service trustandwill.com for a low cost alternative. But when you get in these individual cases like this, you really need somebody who your family can trust and lean on and will defend the documents in case they're being challenged. So feel free to check out the interviews with attorneys. And again, if you have a great estate planning attorney, In your state, I'm always looking to add them to my resource list. I'm always looking to interview them on my YouTube channel as well, and hopefully get them some referrals together. Um, Yeah, and as far as a network, if you're in Las Vegas. Okay, good. So I'd say, yeah, I'm always looking for um, attorneys. I I actually interviewed one from uh, uh, Las Vegas, from Clark County, Um, but I'm always looking for more. I'm looking for attorneys up in Reno. Um, and uh, for estate planning, for probate, probate litigation uh, as well. So feel free to reach out if you have something you'd like me to interview. I put on my channel, help promote their business, help promote your business. Uh, that's something I do regularly is interview attorneys around the country. Okay, any other any questions? I got a couple more lined up here, but I want to give you guys a chance. Okay, uh, the name of the probate certification I have, you'll rewind, okay. So, Eldridge asked me, can I repeat the, the certification I have? So, I've taken actually, I think, if you listen to my video, I want to say four or five. On my personal website, which is no, my, my, my business website, thelaprobateexpert.com, uh, uh, I have a series of probate resources. And I add on there a list of certifications, looking for it right now. Coaching research, there you go, certifications for real estate agents. And I'll put the page in the chat box if you want to see it. But I actually have taken, uh, I'm old enough now, I can't remember everything, four different classes I've paid for. Probably mastery with Chad Corbett, I think the best. All the leads.com. Now I took it first when Chad did it. And then now the new coach is Bruce Hill. Very good. I took it with him as well. MIT, actually, it's MTI. I put MIT. MTI Education, Mike Torres. C press is called um it's okay um you know uh not as good but uh, all right and then in california we have the car california association realtor probate training i've taken all four of those and it took another one as well i didn't even mention uh, now i think about it is um um kevin sales uh probate 101 he has a book and then he had training class it took about a year or two ago so those are the probate certification classes they have uh um, I'm sure your name is, but Eldridge Kids World. Um, glad to repeat that for you. Okay, next question. And I think this is the one I got all the time. I think this is what I would call the money maker. When I look at a chance to help somebody in their business, I get this question, I know, I, I want to do good answering it because this is a tough answer to hear, tough to take advantage of, but I believe it's accurate. Which is, this is from a, a Mick in Virginia. Said, Bill, I'm very behind, far behind, I should have started probate sales a long time ago. Meaning I'm a real estate agent, I've done this full-time or investor full-time, I'm doing this for my, my career, but I should have focused on probate, I should have added probate to my business a long time ago. I've been in business a while. Can you help me get started? So I actually did a video on this, on starting uh, your um, uh, your probate business. And I'll put that in the chat box as well. Start uh, business. There's a link to the YouTube. So, but here's, I'll give you a short version of it. I actually list the seven steps, but if you are in business already, by far the fastest way to build a business is leverage the assets you have already. So, we all have a couple assets. We have our time. We have different amounts of time that we we'll spend. We have money. Some have none. Some have a lot to invest. So, if you have money to invest, you can do things like mailing and more long term capital invest uh, intensive methods. But if you don't have money, you have time. But the other thing you have, if you've been in business a while, is you have your Rolodex. You have your contacts. You have your center of influence database. You have your past client database. You have your Mets if you're a Keller Williams agent you have your uh there's a million names for it but I would say to you everybody that you've ever met that you know like and trust and they know like and trust you should be in your database if you're a real estate agent or investor every one of them and you should be always improving it adding names addresses phone numbers email addresses connecting on social media and so that's I know that's not the sexy answer because everybody who asked that question wants me to tell them the $19.95 a month program that's going to get them a bunch of probate listings. And I wish there was such a thing. I would buy 10 of them. But what I will tell you is that the, in the long run, the daily effort of doing a good job and informing people, working with them, and creating value for them on a consistent basis is the easiest way to make a lot of money in this business. And that's my focus. My first coach was Zig Ziglar. He taught me that you can have anything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. And so I spend my days like today, you know, right now there's 80, probably a 1200 people on this call today, not counting the YouTube and the Facebook and everything else. I'm glad to help any of you. I don't know if I ever make any money on any of you. I don't worry about it because if I help enough people, I'll make enough money. And so, what you have to look at is how can you help the people you already know, like and trust, and in specifically, if you want to build a business in probate, how can you help them? What problems might they either be in or might encounter? You can help them either with or avoid. And if you think about that, that means by telling them you're involved with probate, they will look at their friends, family. If they have a probate, call you with it. My experience was. Somebody who I knew had a bunch of probate business. Once I told her what I did, she was too glad to bring me involved to help her sell the property or estate planning to avoid probate. And I think that's one of the easiest sales for all of us. And I think I'm on a mission to help people avoid probate by getting estate planning to keep them out of probate. So what I, I list the seven steps in that video and, and I, they're in the description of the video as well. But just real quick, it's build your foundation list, contact them regularly, uh, develop your own content or curate content you like regarding the state planning in particular. Find estate planners that you're comfortable referring to, either your local estate planning attorney and or there's a national resource, TrustAndWill.com. It's a low cost, I think good value provider. Review your database regularly, update your foundation and then add your prospecting to that. Meaning, if you want to buy probate leads of petitioners, filings, attorneys, add that once your foundation's in place so that those people are getting added into your foundation marketing. Because if you're already calling everybody regularly and you're emailing them regularly and you have a social media program regularly, then when you meet an attorney, they go in your foundation, you already have the program going. We talk to families in probate, and you meet with them, they're not ready to do anything yet. It might not for two years, but they go in your foundation, you have that going. And if you don't have that going, you don't have the lead follow-up system to convert the listings in the long run to build a business. That's why you have to do it. And I know it sounds like a lot of work, not much, I work 40 hours a week. I don't work 80, I did when I was younger. And a lot of work you'll do is what you enjoy, talking to people that know, like, and trust you, that you know, like, and trust. That's pretty much what I do all day long. So that video, I think, is—I I mean, of all things I've done, I'm most proud of that because it's the honest truth. Now, if it sounds sexy, hey, I have a great special little trick, or here's the great CRM that will get you there, or here's the email sequence you should send that will guarantee results. That's—if you know me—that's just not me at all. And I have some good email sequences that work for me. And if you do this work, you'll develop the right email sequence for yourself and your clients. Okay. I've done most of the questions myself from the past stuff. I think that's the best of the questions that I get on a regular basis. Uh, I'm glad to answer yours. Who has a question I can help? Raise your hand, put in the chat box. Was this helpful at all? Yeah. Jerry Friedman, I see your hand up. Let me get you unmuted here and let's get you on. uh... This is Jerry Friedman from West LA. How are you doing, Jerry?
1: Very good. How are you? Fantastic.
0: It's we did on. a deal
1: uh, a while ago. Uh,
0: yeah, Pat, yeah. Tarzana. I yeah,
1: we, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to ask you on your video, because I'm uh, doing video right now. Also, uh, how do we view your video? I'd like to see how it came out, what what it was, about, et etc. Which would you refer to? Your video. You said you did a video. Yeah, your- I put in the chat
0: box. It's on YouTube. It's free. Okay, you put it in the chat box already? I believe so. Okay, um, you may have I, I didn't catch it. Um, yes, yeah, start your business now. And so you're a perfect example. I know you're and I know you also in probate as well. Right. It's the same. I, I would say the same thing. Not that you're asking me to coach you. Um, <laughs> we met for those on the call. He, uh, Jerry had a listing that I had a buyer who bought and uh, flipped the property a couple of years ago. So we've met each other. We know each other and 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 uh, and all but, and I know a little bit about your business, I don't know a lot, but I know enough about you to say, like every realtor, including me, always look for some easier answer, but the answer is always, well, what are you doing to people that you already know? Squeeze that orange, there's juice there you've left on the table. And if you want the juice to be probate because you like the topic and want to build a probate business, great. Start with the probate business of the people you already know. An agent like Jerry's been in the business at least 10 years that I know of, right?
1: Longer
0: than that. <laughs> At least I don't want to embarrass anybody here. <laughs> but you must have known two, three hundred people. Now you might have lost the names and numbers. It might be sitting in your Docu sign or sitting in your zip forms or sitting in your old Yahoo email. They now use Gmail, or maybe they're <coughs> they're in your CRM, but you don't do anything with it. But do something with it. Or there might be in Facebook or LinkedIn and you kind of lost track of all that. Put it all together. There's a great program, viral marketing um, closets, what's his name? Uh, um, Put a blank years ago, I started this business. I did a video on my web channel called your database is your business. I saw a company viral marketing that did a great job. They have a great product. It's not cheap, it's a couple thousand dollars, but they'll help you take all these systems and and, and data and consolidate it, get your database up to date. They'll help you get some videos launched. Fantastic, uh, fantastic stuff. But the, the the key is to start with what you have already. That's an asset worth a lot of money you're doing nothing with. We're all guilty of that. Okay? Great, Jerry, thanks. What's the Spartan? Is that Michigan State Spartan you got there in the, in the right? You're muted, I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, no, I think we lost you. You're muted. I was asking who that- I Okay, I'm far. sorry, Were well, you're talking to me. Yeah, Jerry, oh. I was asking uh, the and the- on the video, you have a little Spartan their logo.
1: Okay. All right. Well, videos are very good. I can tell you that for all, all the people who are in probate or any real estate, it's not how much you think you are. It's what people are telling about you who are professionals, state planning attorneys, et cetera, that that's what they pick up. You can blast everything about you and they say, oh, you're you're a good guy, you're good. Yeah. But who who's gonna tell me that you are as good as you are? Okay, and that's what we do the videos for. <clears throat> in fact, you were uh, introduced to All Cities, do you remember? Mm-hmm. I'm the uh, moderator for the Long Beach Group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, unfortunately we never came on, so. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, there's a, a person in the group who is a professional video and it does a lot of things and it really can help people when someone else is talking about how you do, uh, because the attorney, I had three attorneys talk about me and what I've done, and uh, and these are top attorneys too. And it came out okay. So it came out very well. So nice. I'm putting it into my uh, my uh, LinkedIn and on my website, and just you know, people to where you can get them to look at it and then go
0: from there. Exactly. Send so it to everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bill. Send me a copy. I'd love to see the video. <laughs> I can send it to you. Yeah, I do. Please. Uh, I will. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Oh, um and then see carolines in vegas love to meet you in vegas uh caroline uh i'm not sure where i'm going to go I, uh, I might go at the end of the year december I that state planning thing looks pretty cool to me but um good okay other questions anybody else have a question comment problem i can help with real quick let's see any feedback yes this is helpful good normally i like to do an interview with an attorney or a vendor and i think uh, from around the country, I think to try to show that there's certain principles that are true everywhere in the country, and how we do business. That's really been my my focus is trying to interview people on this channel. <clears throat> I also host for probate, <coughs> excuse me, for probate mastery for Chad Corbett um, on his program. I've become the host of the 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern uh, alumni call that they do. And that's more of a question and answer format on their program. Now, try to focus in on questions and answers of the customers there. But a lot of that's just fundamentals as well. So feel free to join me there if you're interested. um But we do this every week. Okay, any other questions? We're getting close to the end time. Do I have a link to that? Okay, that's a fair question. Do I have a link to Probate Mastery? So I'll go to probatemastery.com is the website. And if you go there, um there is a podcast link on the top. And that has the um, uh, live weekly coaching when you enroll. Oh, the subscription button is right there on the podcast. And if you look at the past episodes, you'll see a bunch of pictures of me, I guess. Yeah, there you go. So um, probatemastery.com slash podcast is where the podcast is and you can register there as well as you know what I noticed I'm not hitting everyone. There you go, everyone uh for that but love to see you on that and i host that every week and so uh yesterday we had a kind of a crossover um probate call with um probate mastery in a, i'm sorry on tuesday and a group of uh mike ferry probate agents that i work with as well okay any last questions before we wrap up here I'm not seeing any going going gone feel free to put in the chat box if you're watching on the live stream or in Feel free to put questions there. I think I answer all of them. My comments again, such. Appreciate your particip- participation support. And so no. we'll wrap up. Oh, yeah, no. Joyce, Joyce, a hand up, and then uh, I'll Joyce, go ahead.
1: I I uh, heard your um, the podcast on Tuesday about Mike Ferry, mm-hmm. and I <clears throat> and I went on the website to try to see. You had said that um, that Mike Ferry was a good trainer for cold calls. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, what's the best way to to get his training?
0: Because I didn't see a direct way to do that. So Mike Ferry, m mm-hmm. yeah, i k e f e r r y dot com. Yeah, I will share with you that I've been personally banned from his events uh, until further notice. I guess forever um i guess i'm kind of like donald trump on twitter um i'm banned but i don't know if it's forever but it's been years because i think he saw me as a competitor one time but i will say that i started the business and had great success following his fundamentals as a coach in real estate sales i do believe that his system is the basic fundamentals of real estate sales that every agent start the business should start with if you go to his website on the and under events. There's something he has, he's, he used to call the prospecting school, and now they call it the prospecting clinic. I don't know what the difference is in the name. Um, hosted July 25th and 6th by Tony Smith. Tony is a master cold caller, an absolute master. The one in July is sold out, not surprising. He does it virtually, it looks like, about every week or so. Uh, and then they do one in person. I, uh, virtual, virtual. I just see virtual ones the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't see any live ones. Okay. So the answer to the question is, all he offers now is virtual prospecting clinics. I, if you can do one live, I would, I've done that. I don't know what the virtual is like. I never did do that, but I will say that his training program, as far as his scripts and the system he has on creating a calendar and and dedicating time to lead generation is the fundamental basics you have to master. Remember when I left, I, I ran a company, I did very well helping them Double their business. When I left kind of managing a Mike Ferry focused company, I went to a a large competitor. The owner said that all Asians should start the Mike Ferry system from zero to making $100,000 a year. And then when they graduate from there, they should then look for another coaching program. I think he's right. I think it's good to look at. He's the fundamentals of sales. So that's on how to cold call. He has the basic scripts, he has the mindset, the training on it. And if you sign up for the prospecting clinics, they'll do some of the training there. And then that you actually do the calls and the coach is listening in on you and will listen in your calling and instruct you and you actually get an action. So I hope that helps a little bit, Joyce. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, and then Winston, you had a question I me. You
1: know, actually, I was just gonna bring your attention to the fact that <clears throat> Joyce is trying to trying to get a hold of you, but I actually have been under Mike Thury coaching okay. for years, not currently, excellent program,
2: excellent training, the best in the business. We'll go to his classes.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I have to say I don't really like him as a person. I think he's been fair to me, but whatever. I never did anything wrong to him. But there's that said, I do think it's the best training for the fundamentals of, of sales, the fundamentals of listing property, and cold calling. I don't think there's anybody better. Again, I, to be specific, I can't speak to the virtual prosperity clinics. Never did one. Uh, it sounds like a good concept. And I can imagine it could be great. Depends on the coach. The live one, what they call prospecting clinic, with Tony Smith, if you ever get the chance to go and have him coach you, 100% you should go. He's an amazing master of cold calling. And their prospecting center used to be a room in their corporate office where they had cubicles with headsets, and if you've never experienced it, a stand-up desk, headsets, and and then a coach can listen in on your call and coach you. It was fantastic training. So if you get a chance to do that, I don't know if he's still doing it anymore or not, but if that chance comes up post-COVID, I would jump on that right away. He calls it the prospecting clinic, now used to be prospecting school. Okay, uh, Christopher asks, and um, uh, thank you, Winston, thanks so much, as always. Um, Christopher asks, give me class successfully contest the will, i.e. the will lists no children lose property due to the caregiver. The disinherited children is considering challenging the will. Either they win the challenge or hopefully reach a settlement. 100%. I've seen that done, Christopher. Now, one question is, what stays it in? It's going to be a big part of that. And then the next question is going to be, you know, how do they finance that? I can help with that as well. But 100%, the the caregiver signing over the will is a is a uh, increasing sort of fraud and increasingly contested litigation. And definitely, they should give up if they think anything was done wrong. If they were completely, especially if they're completely disinherited. Um, I would definitely contest that. It's in California. If I can help you, I don't know, i just see your first name, Christopher, If I can help reach out to me. This is exactly what I do. I help if you're an investor or a wholesaler, or if you're a family have a question on, uh, or um, if you're a real estate agent, maybe work together on something. I'd love to help you with that, 100%. Um, Anthony asked, what was that name? Hmm, I'm not sure what you asked, what name it was. It was Mike Ferry, Um, and we talk all the time on reverse mortgage probates. Oh, Christopher from, uh, Christopher, oh yeah, from, uh, yeah, 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 100%, I'd uh, love to talk to you, but if you have a will that wants to be contestant, love to, 100%, um, and then uh, Anthony says, the other prospecting tool, I'm not sure what you're referring to, Anthony, um, what was the name, if you want to unmute yourself, uh, I can um, uh, find a little more, what do you, I'm not quite sure what you're asking me. There's another prospecting tool that I mentioned.
2: Oh, yeah. You mentioned um, you mentioned Mike Ferry, then you mentioned someone else. And I, I missed that.
0: Tony Smith. Oh, one of his coaches. Thank you, Anthony. One of Mike Ferry's coaches is Tony Smith. And if you go onto the Mike Ferry website under events, <clears throat> you'll see that Tony is hosting a prospecting clinic in person in Las Vegas. Uh, July twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Now that it says sold out, I don't know what that means. If it means it's really sold out or not, but Tony Smith is one of the top realtors in the country, one of the great real estate coaches, and really a master at um, cold calling, an absolute master cold caller. So if you ever get a chance, you see Tony teaching one of those classes, I would definitely jump all over. Okay. Great. Thanks. Okay. Look, I think it's wrap, wrap up time. If you're in LA, I'm going to hustle over right now to the. Uh, LARIC event, L-A-R-I-C, uh, it's in Culver City, um, but feel free to check it out if you want to join us, love to have you um, come up and say hi if you would please. It's always fun as you meet two or three people. 250 people will be in the room, some great content, a great vendors expo with 50 or more vendors that can help you the business. And then we have four great speakers all kind of work together here. Deborah R- uh, Razzo is a good friend of mine, uh, Jim Aldenello I've met as well, Great ladies, great topics, free, the speaking 6 6.30 to 9.30, but you can go to your Expo and um, participate. Come by and say hi and love to see you. If not, I appreciate you so much for being on the call today. Uh, this is probateweekly.com. I'm Bill Gross, the LA Probate Expert. We do it every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. We live stream on YouTube and Facebook and record it there. If you have questions, feel free to put in the chat box or reach out to me personally if I can help you in any way. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Bill Gross. I hope you like this video. If you want to join us live every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern, register at probateweekly.com, www.probateweekly.com. And if you like this content, hit the like button and subscribe and hit notifications, and you get notified as soon as we upload every time. Thanks.